Welcome to the Pet Grooming Business Podcast with me, Bill Betts, where we give practical business advice to help you grow your pet grooming business. This podcast is sponsored by LowPay, the low-rate payment app that gives you more. So without further ado, let's get going. Hi, I'm Bill Betts from Pet Passion to Profit. In this video, I want to cover how much money we lose with no-show customers or late cancellations. Now, I want to know whether um, you actually measure this in your business. Is this something that you look at as part of your business statistics? Now, we should be measuring our income. We should be measuring our expenses. So measuring our no-shows and our late cancellations is also a very important metric. You may not, you may have a few throughout the year, but you may not understand or realize how much money you've actually lost due to that, or actually how much administration it might be causing you with late cancellations as well. It can cause quite a lot of time having to shuffle the diary around all the time when customers phone up and say they can't make it or they need to change their appointments. So once we've worked out, in our business, we worked out we lost around fifteen thousand pounds one year in uh, in no shows and late cancellations. Now, I don't know about you, but fifteen thousand pounds for a small business—that's a hell of a lot of money. That could actually pay for an apprentice within your business. So, I'm sure it's um, something that we really need to work on and make sure that we don't have that in our business. I'm not convinced that we can entirely eradicate a 100% no-shows. There's always going to be that emergency and there's always going to be that customer that's going to let us down. But we need to take steps to make sure we try and reduce them as much as possible and also recognize when they're happening. So I've put together a few tips that I thought might help. Um, and one of them uh, is going to come down to our booking process. So... Are we talking to people over Messenger, over over text, over WhatsApp when booking a brand new customer in? How do we know? Do we know, how do we know anything about that customer? You know, do they fit our business? Are they someone that we want to do business with? We need to screen these customers. We need to make sure we're looking out for red flags and um, identifying those red flags for ourselves and what we are happy with and what we're not happy with. And we also need to be quite comfortable with saying no. If we've got the, the the feeling about someone and we don't quite want to work with them, or maybe they're asking for things that we don't quite want to do, or maybe there's just presenting too many red flags, you've got to be confident as a business owner to say, no, I'm not the groomer for you. I'm afraid I can't offer you an appointment. And quite often that might actually cut out that customer from your business, which may cut out that no-show or late cancellation. So looking for red flags. But the only way we can truly do that is by speaking to them either on the phone or getting them in for like a meet and treat or a meet and greet, however you want to call it. Giving them um, arranging appointments over Messenger or text messages, you're not going to get an appreciation for who they are, what they're about, and uh, any red flags that they may be dis displaying to you. Now, when you do book people in, and many systems allow you to do this, um, but you've got to ask yourself, do people actually read this? But you've got to make your terms and your conditions, your policies around no-shows and uh, late cancellations extremely clear to the customers that you're booking in. As I said, some systems allow you to send out an email and get them signed. I don't know about you, but I've got about 3,000 unopened emails uh, in my inbox on my personal account. So you've got to ask, are they actually going to be taking note of that email you're sending them? Are you then having to wait for them to sign it and send it back before confirming appointments? 
again, picking up the phone and speaking to them on the phone and making sure it is clear to them on the phone what your policies are, again, might help you reduce that no-show or that late cancellation. This podcast is sponsored by Lowpay. Lowpay is half the price of SumUp and Zettle, so you keep more of the money that you earn. Rates start at 0.79%. Deposits. Now, some people really shy away from deposits. They... Um, some some people feel it's rude to ask for a deposit or maybe, you know, again, it's like not, not, it might turn the customer away by asking for a deposit, but that's what we want to do. We want to give the customer as many opportunities to be turned away from our business as possible because when they turn themselves away, they're kind of um, screening themselves out. We kind of want them to do that. We want them to refuse to pay a deposit because then we know they're not the customer for us. So don't be afraid of taking a deposit. I have clients that take the full payment um, on, upon booking, which is even better. So if you're a brand new brand new business or um, you're, you're starting, starting a year afresh, why not just ask for full payment on, on uh, payment appointment? Some people ask for rolling deposits, which means you do need to keep a, a buffer of cash ready for in case they need that deposit back. And some people just ask for a deposit for each appointment as and when they're made. Now, deposits um, can be easy to collect and they can also be a bit of a pain to collect depending on what method you're collecting them via. If you're asking for back payment for a deposit, then there could be some administration involved around that, waiting for them to send the money over to you. Uh, checking your bank account to see if it's been sent over, messaging, phoning, chasing. However, if uh, you have a card machine that allows you to take money over the phone, you can uh, take the card details over the phone and process that deposit straight away. That's what I really like about um, the card machine that we have in our business. We can phone them up, book them in and take the deposit over the phone. Again, there are systems out there that are coming up with payment methods where you can send out payment links to your clients and they can pay a deposit that way. However, no matter how you choose to do it, a deposit for brand new customers, people that you do not know, you've never met and uh, you're bringing into your business is a really good idea. You want them to have what we call skin in the game. We want them to have commitment to you. You're committing to them that you're going to be there on that day. You're going to have your equipment sharpened. You're going to have the shampoo in the bottle. You're going to have the lights on, electric paid up. You're making that commitment to them to hold that appointment and you're promising to be there. So we'd like some commitment for you as well. So £25, £50, 50%, you know, make sure that deposit is reasonable. It's good for your cash flow as well, but deposits of five, ten pounds will probably not be sufficient these days because if it's in the summer and it's nice and sunny, someone might sacrifice a tenner to be able to go down the beach with their kids instead of going to the dog groomers. So we've got to make sure these deposits are asked for and that they are um, a significant amount of money to help our business. Now we can all help our customers by giving them a reminder. Depending on the size of your business, you may want to do that via email and via text message. And again, there are systems out there that will help you do that and automate that process for you. If you're going through a period where you're getting a lot of no-shows or um, then you might want to change this up. Maybe the text message email system is not quite working for you at the moment. Maybe your customers are a bit too distracted. And again, depending on how many you've got coming in the next day, it might be worth just putting aside 
20 minutes of your time at the end of the day and making some phone calls to them to make sure that they're coming into your business. When we first started up, we used to call that the daily ring around. Um, when we had sort of six, seven, eight customers in the diary, someone was given the task at the end of the day to phone around all the customers coming in the next day and make sure that they were turning up. That was a very successful way to stop no-shows. So maybe if you've only got three or four customers each day, that could be a good way of doing it to ensure that they're coming in. And there's nothing to stop you dipping in and out of that. There's nothing to say, well, I'm going to do a few phone calls because I know this person is a regular red flag or a regular pain, so I'm going to give them a ring instead of texting them and make sure that they're returning. Now, another thing we need to do is we need to enforce our policies and T's and C's. Now, many people give up at this point. They have a no-show and they're just like, what's the point? I'm never going to get the money. Uh, why am I going to collect it? So, again, the one thing I like about our business is with the ability to take that payment over the phone. So, if we do get them on the phone or whilst if they phone to cancel, we can get that payment, hopefully, over the phone. And we do have people pay it. We do have people send it and via bank transfer, and we do have people phone up and pay it over the phone. So if we don't ask, we don't get. And in fact, we had a client, I had a client today on my business program who had a late cancellation stroke no-show. Um, she'd already collected £70 from the client because that's her policy. She has she has the payment for the, the groom in full. And then the client asked to rebook. And um, she was told it would be another £70 to rebook the appointment, and she paid him for. If you don't ask, you're not going to get. But what's the point in sending all these policies, terms and conditions, contracts, etc., out to our customers if we are not going to enforce them? It's a waste of everyone's time, isn't it? So you need to make sure that you're out there enforcing your policies, it's sticking to your guns and asking for the money. If we can just collect 50% of what we're after, then that's better than nothing, isn't it? So that's my thoughts on no-shows. Um, hopefully it's been helpful for you. And I'll see you in the next video. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast. Please make sure you give us a like or a review to help people find it. The podcast is sponsored by Lowpay. Head over to www.lowpay.com to find out more about their payment solution.